0: I think the stakes are far too high and that the Republican Party is dramatically underestimating the chaos and the damage. We are talking about Social Security checks p- uh, potentially being interrupted, Medicare payments potentially being interrupted, Head Start, and so on. Ah yes, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh no, uh, if we don't add more than $1.5 trillion to the national debt, all kinds of terrible things will happen and the left will have to take to the streets and. Loot your neighborhood again. How many times, uh, How many t- has your neighborhood been looted? No? Okay. Well, that's good. Well, you live in a more civilized place. I, I live in Washington, D.C. My neighborhood has been looted multiple times. The neighborhood around the radio station where we sit right now has been looted multiple times. Every single time by Democrats, by Democrat mobs, and uh, now they 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 loot. They have individuals that loot, and two-man teams and three-man teams. I don't want to discriminate. There have been some women too looting. Looting is fundamental. I think they teach it on Sesame Street now, don't they? Looting is fundamental. They love looting. It's a form of reparations. It's it's all kinds of things. Uh, looting is. It's wholesome. It's wholesome uh, American stuff now. The Democrat Party says so. I think they're teaching it at college, like at Hunter College, where that psychotic mental case, Shailene, what's her name, uh, you know, uh, uh, attacked the New York Post. That's not in the Washington Post either. It's amazing what they don't report. You know, uh, it's one of my old sayings. It's a good one. I have a lot of good old sayings. But one of my old sayings is, the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. They ignore Matt Taibbi being targeted by the IRS on Christmas Eve. Not Christmas Day, that was a Sunday last year, but Christmas Eve, that was a Saturday last year. And the IRS called in their pit vipers to uh, target Matt Taibbi, a lifelong ACLU Democrat and Democrat Party journalist like Rolling Stone and stuff like that, wrote a frothy anti-Donald Trump book, The Insane Clown President. Um, Insane Clown Posse should maybe think about suing him for the title. You think? think maybe they own Insane Clown, the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, I have a, I do have a fun T-shirt of theirs, though. I, I like wearing it. I like wearing it sometimes. Today I have my DC Roller Girls T-shirt on. That's the Roller Derby, the DC Roller Derby team. I'm, I'm peeling my shirt back to show it to Michael, my T-shirt. Um, yeah, Roller Girls, kind of a fun T-shirt. My best girl and I, we went and saw the Roller Derby, the DC Roller Girls. It was a couple years ago now. And it was uh, fun. It was a lot of fun, actually. Um, but there is uh, there is a lot to get to. There is uh, definitely a lot to get to. Yeah, AOC uh, said, oh, yeah, you can't, because if you, then, you know, there will be chaos and damage. That's a Chaos and damage. Is that a thinly veiled threat from AOC? Following the heels of Pramila Jayapal saying that the Democrats may have to take to the streets if they don't yet to increase the debt limit by more than $1.5 trillion, which would take 45,000 years to pay off at a dollar a second. And we're not paying it off. We're adding to it. And uh, the Democrats, this is always, it, it's they're you know, she's uh, stupid but dangerous. She's, you know, just smart enough to be dangerous. And the chaos and the damage. And, and they, they all have the, these talking points, you know. The uh, Lib on... Uh, the uh, the right squad, Chris Plant and the right squad on uh, on Newsmax, where you can find me five nights a week, Monday through Friday, naturally at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the lib uh, on the uh, on the show, <laughs> hey, they all tick off the same things. Oh no, children welfare payments and veterans, and you know, like they care about anything at all. It's just a, a list of talking points that are issued. So wait, if we don't add. Like three trillion to the national debt, then we couldn't possibly uh, do what we're already doing without adding trillions and trillions more to the national debt. Speaking of which, I was reading this uh, story of Michael Piercy uh, earlier today, and I accidentally said trillions when I when I said uh, Bud Light boycott. This is uh, investors.com. Bud Light boycott already cost. Tranheuser-Busch, I added the Tranheiser, the actual headline is Bud Light Boycott already cost Anheuser-Busch $15.7 billion. So this woman who they uh, made, she went to Harvard and then she went to the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, supposed to be a good place for economics, and um, they put her in charge of their marketing, and I guess that wasn't such a good idea. And she said, I know, let's take the most popular beer in Western civilization, there are, I think there are only two beers on the planet Earth that make more beer every year than Bud Light, uh, and they're both in China. One of them is called Snow. Nobody here has ever heard of it. Snow, a Chinese beer. I believe that is the most produced beer in the world. And then Tsingtao, Qingdao, which is a perfectly good beer. And, uh, and they make, that's the number one, t- when it comes to how many you know, barrels they produce, uh, and uh, Snow, and then Sing tao. And then, number three, Bud Light. And this lady came in and said, I'm a political fanatic. Maybe I should do something insane and say that we want to get rid of our fret boy image with Bud Light. That's a good idea. It's like, you know, the new head of uh, Dodge comes in that so wants to get rid of that NASCAR image. <laughs> no more NASCAR image for a Dodge because you don't want that. So Bud Light uh, boycott already cost Anheuser-Busch $15.7 billion. And when I was reading it aloud uh, this morning, I said $15.7 trillion, And I laughed a little, and, and Michael laughed a little. And I, I said, this is what this is what happens in Washington. They've, they've normalized the word trillion. A trillion here, a trillion there. Pretty soon you're talking about real money. So another group is getting burned by Anheuser-Busch. Uh, controversial Bud Light promotion, it's Investors. The Investors, you see, this is uh, investors.com writing the story, so that's their business, you know. But analysts insist the sting of the boycott on the company's popular beer will dissipate, they think it'll dissipate. I don't know. Well, let me tell you something. I was I got a text yesterday from a friend who's in New York City, in New York, New York. And he texted me yesterday, and he said he was in a tavern in a place where they're serving alcoholic beverages. And uh, the guy next to him, he texted me right away because the guy next to him uh, said to the bartender, bartender's like, what do you have? And the guy next to him said, um, anything but Bud Light. <laughs> and I got the text, uh, the text message yesterday. He said his answer was, you know, to what do you have? Anything but Bud Light. And as for me, I was always a Bud Light guy for God, I don't know how many years. It's, uh, they're so easy to uh, to drink. They're almost like water. And um, I'm mostly water myself, so I, I thought that was okay with Bud Light. And uh, all over the country that's happening. You know, they, uh, the, the retailers are giving their shipments of Bud Light back to the distributors because they can't sell them. And they've been marked down, 12 packs and cases of Bud Light, been marked down ridiculously. Where you know normally you'd say, ooh I'm gonna get uh, you know stock up on Bud Light, and fill my garage with Bud Light at this price," uh, but people just aren't buying it. You saw, you remember at, at uh, the ballpark in uh, Boston, uh, Fenway, where they the photographs and the video with uh, 40 people in line for any beer other than Bud Light, and then the Bud Light only stand, there was nobody there, and the guy behind the counter was just texting his mom or something, saying, "I think maybe this." Job isn't going to last so long. So the market value of Anheuser-Busch, InBev, InBev is the parent company, whose uh, fourth best-selling brand is Bud Light, uh, dropped $15.7 billion since April 1st. It's an April Fool's joke that uh, they pulled on themselves. Based on a conversion to U.S. dollars by Investor's Business Daily using data from S&P Global Marketing Intelligence. Um, that's the day that Dylan Mulvaney, a TikTok influencer—that's a job title in America now—influencer, a TikTok influencer. Chinese communist behind TikTok, never mind that. And the transgender woman pitched the Bud Light, uh, the Bud Light brand during the NCAA March Madness tournament, uh, giving a new dimension to March Madness. Of course, meanwhile, the other major publicly traded global beer brands have added. $3.2 billion in market value during the same time. You know, this woman, <laughs> who I believe is still collecting a paycheck from anheuser Bush, from the Bud Light people, she should be in the Hall of Shame at Wharton. They should have put a portrait of her on the wall somewhere at the Wharton School in, uh, at, uh, at Penn. And um, she should forever be a symbol of, of shame and disgrace. The uh, long ago, somebody at Coca-Cola, decades ago, and it was until this woman came along, the worst example ever of uh, bad idea marketing, um, at uh, Coca-Cola executive said, I know, let's throw out the Coca-Cola formula, which is the gold standard for any product in the history of the world, and uh, make a new one called New Coke that will uh, taste like uh, you know goat blood. And, and they thought that was a good idea until it wasn't. It was a very bad idea. But right now, that person... It takes second place in the pantheon of bad ideas. Just, uh, just amazing stuff. So the Bud Light backlash to the promotion was almost as instantaneous. Conservative consumers, but not liberals, called for a boycott of the beer. Bud Light sales are down more than 23% as of the week ending May 6th, said Jared Dingas, the beverage analyst at J.P. Morgan Chase. He's got a job at J.P. Morgan Chase being a beverage analyst. That's a, what, do you, what do you do? I'm a beverage analyst at J.P. Morgan Chase. Ah, okay. What does your wife do? Maybe there may be somebody else to talk to. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Mm-mm-mm. He said, uh, we believe there is a subset of the American consumer who will not drink a Bud Light for the foreseeable future. He said, we believe a 12 to 13% volume decline on an annualized basis basis would be a reasonable assumption. So uh, good job. Heck of a job by you. And then, not to be outdone, the people at Targay, formerly Target and Target, now combining them into a new portmanteau of Targay. Um, Targay pulling pride, they, the range items, they have range items, looks like a retreat, Newsweek magazine's headline reads says brand strategist. It's a brand strategist. So uh, Target's decision to remove items of its LGBTQ plus pride range, they call it the pride range, uh, home, home on the range, due to backlash and calls for boycott of the chain store, uh, quote, looks like a retreat, end quote, the leading brand strategist has said. Um, you know, the Newsweek thing didn't focus on the their ties to Satan. Satan, maybe it's, Satan, because that is a, a pretty amazing dimension to this, too. Uh, by the way, the people at CPAC, Matt Schlapp and Mercedes Schlapp, uh, yesterday they, they sent a letter, uh, Conservative Political Action Conference, put a, sent a letter to uh, Targay yesterday about this very thing, the Satan connection. Set aside uh, all of the uh, women swimsuits for little boys, one-piece, what do they call them, onesies or something? Uh, swimsuits for a little boy. Well, they're 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 girls' swimsuits, but they're for boys. They they have a pouch for male genitalia, and uh, boy, boy, oh boy! Let me just tell you,
1: a controversy over Pride Month products is causing headaches for retail giant Target. It says safety is behind Today. its decision
0: to halt some sales. Safety, we- safety, and there, This is uh, they always play the victim. This is the strategist's uh, uh, approach to this. Oh, no, people are calling for a boycott. So they go somewhere in the you know the dark recesses of the Internet. And some of the, oh, the threats. Oh, the threats. I uh, can't believe all the threats that are rolling in. Uh, so that's that's a part of their thing, isn't it? Yes, it is. But that's the Democrat Party. It's all the Democrat Party. At uh, Targay and at Bud Light and and at the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball game with the offensive, anti-Catholic, cross-dressing, uh, fake nuns, of which the luggage thief from the Biden Energy Department is a member, he's a member of the, what is it? The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. What do they indulge in exactly, Michael? Oh, you know, I think you know. Um, and we've got uh, more, it's a back to FBI corruption and Congressman James Comer and FBI Director Christopher Wray. That's coming up.
2: This month, I celebrated my Day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it.
0: Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Uh, Okay, well, uh, the IRS is uh, being corruptly abused by the Biden administration, just as it was corruptly abused by the Obama-Biden administration to target their political enemies. But let's not forget about the FBI and the intelligence community, which the Democrats have corrupted and abused for political gain. John Brennan and uh, Michael Morell, the CIA chieftains. You know, uh, keep in mind that uh, John... Brennan, uh, commonly known as penitentiary face. Penitentiary face uh, famously voted for the Communist Party candidate for the presidency of the United States, and then Barack Obama made penitentiary face the CIA director. And then the CIA director, who voted for Gus Hall, the Communist Party candidate, he really did. This is not, uh, you know, just fun. He really did. Uh, And uh, he was very much involved. Uh, Of course, it was our Anthony Blinken, who was with the Biden campaign at the time that uh, incited former CIA acting director Michael Morell to get all the uh, crooked intelligence people to sign onto a phony letter to deceive the American people, and it worked. It worked like a charm. You know the CIA has tampered in elections overseas for for decades now, for many decades. Um, so I guess they think it's about time, the communist voters in the CIA think it's about time that uh, they tampered with elections in our country, too. That'll show us, huh? That'll show us. So that's amazing stuff. Now, the, uh, the thing is that, you know, the FBI right now, they, um, they're very corrupt, as you know. They, they were involved in tampering with our 2020 presidential election, too, going to Facebook and Twitter. Twitter when Jack Dorsey owned it, that Rasputin impersonator, and, um, and convincing them that, gosh, this might be Russian disinformation, all this Hunter Biden laptop stuff. The FBI, of course, had the laptop before anybody else, and they knew that it was real, and they were sitting on it and covering it up. And then you remember the Treasury Department stonewalled Congress with the more than 150 Treasury Department um, suspicious activity reports uh, financial Interactions uh, involving the Biden family, Hunter Biden, and the Biden family. So they uh, they stonewalled on that, and now the uh, now the FBI, they're uh, they're doing it again. James Comer, the uh, Republican in the House Committee Chairman, comma Chris Ray to meet after FBI refusal to produce documents alleged allegedly showing Biden family illegal scheme. Congressman Comer said the House Oversight Committee may hold Ray in contempt of Congress. That would be a badge of honor for him because that's how corrupt the city has become. If the FBI doesn't hand over the document and the FBI, they came up, I have their phony statement, a completely phony statement. Oh no, Congress, you can't engage in oversight because sources and methods and people might be killed. Really? Like at Democrat party riots, things like that. I I suspect that's not true. And Congressman Comer coming up.
3: Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about It's not normal for the president of the United States, children and grandchildren and in-laws and nieces and nephews to receive wires from foreign nationals. That's what we've proven. And we proved that this happened while Joe Biden was vice president of the United States. That had never before been reported.
0: Yes, yes. No big deal, though. You know, when you're a Democrat, the media's got your back. Something weird happened yesterday. We have another uh, James Comer uh, cut. That was uh, Congressman James Comer, uh, committee chairman, uh, talking about what they've been finding. And uh, the news media just can't find this stuff. Uh, You know, they're groping under the sheets and they just, they can't. Hey, where's that story? I can't find that story. Well, the whistleblower's up on Capitol Hill. You you notice that there are no leaks on this? Isn't it great to be a Democrat? No leaks at all. All the Biden family investigations and the there's a grand jury in Delaware and uh, years and years-long investigation, four years, in some cases five years, more than five years, no leaks. The New York Times doesn't have splashy headlines based on leaks. And the leakers just come to you, you know, like the, uh, the Supreme Court, uh, the Roe v. Wade thing that uh, leaked by, I, I believe, one of Sonia Sotomayor's female clerks, who drives a BMW and comes from a well-connected Democrat family. It's just my hypothesis. I'm working on it. Um, and hopefully someday we'll uh, get to the bottom of that. I could get to the bottom. The FBI could get to the bottom in, in about 10 minutes. Just get everybody's uh, phone. You know, Josh Gerstein, the reporter at Politico who got the leak. Just, uh, you know, look at the time frame, couple-day period when when he got the leak. Uh, you'd nail him like, like that, lickety-split, lickety-split. But no, all right. So uh, Congressman James Comer, there is this, there is this, uh, this story. Uh, in addition to the IRS targeting Matt Taibbi, corrupt, corrupt as they are. Um, but James Comer and Chris Ray, the FBI director Christopher Ray, the news media calls him Chris, like their friends, Christopher Ray, um, to meet after FBI refusal to produce documents alleging, allegedly showing uh, Biden family's illegal scheme, right. And uh, Representative James Comer, Republican Kentucky, and FBI Director Christopher Wray will meet in the coming days, a source told Fox News. It's a secret. So you got to have a secret source. Who's the source? Oh, I couldn't possibly tell you. The scheduled meeting comes after Congressman Comer, the House Oversight Committee chairman, requested to meet with the FBI director about subpoenaed documents allegedly related to Biden family businesses and, and, and their many dealings to discuss scenarios that the committee may take if the FBI docs do not turn they got to turn the docs over, the documents over. Otherwise, things aren't going to go real well. But uh, don't bet the farm on it. Uh, one of those options is to hold Ray in contempt of Congress. And if they did that, the Democrats would have a party for him and there would be no consequences. Oh, I was held in contempt of Congress. What does that mean? That means it's time to go to lunch. That's what that means, because that doesn't mean anything. But that's the threat that's dangling out there. Oh, he was held in contempt of Congress. It's, it was just by Republicans, and the, the uh, New York Times will give him an award for being held in contempt. And when he leaves the FBI, uh, the, one of the networks will hire him, because that's how that works. How many uh, you know, Peter Stroke, Andrew McCabe. Did Lisa Page not get hired by one of them? That's sexist, isn't it? Because she's as bad as the rest of them, I think. So Comer sent a letter to Ray on Wednesday yesterday stating that the FBI had, quote, failed to produce the FD 1023 form uh, or to offer any reasonable accommodation that would allow the committee to review the document. Sure. That's the thing. And the FBI put out a statement, and the statement is just a huge, seething, festering crock. Listen to this. The statement from the FBI says, The FBI's mission is to protect the American people, period. Releasing confidential source information about Biden's family business dealings. Could potentially jeopardize investigations that have been going on for five years with no leaks that are going nowhere and put lives at risk. Yeah, right, like like uh, Targay and Targay. That's uh, the thing. The FBI remains committed to cooperating with Congress's oversight requests. That's a big lie. On this matter and others, as we always have, the spokesperson said. The unclassified FD1023 document, details allegations of crimes of pay-to-play schemes in relation to the Biden family's business dealings. What business are they in exactly? Are they in real estate? Are they in the stock market? Are they in energy? What business is the Biden family in? They're not in any business, but they have millions of dollars funneled to them from Romania and China and Ukraine and Russia. Pay no attention. Why would that be a problem? A whistleblower at the federal agency told Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa that this document exists and uh, has specifically cited the document. And so the Congress requested it, and the FBI uh, denied. And then the uh, Congress threatened them and wagged their finger and said, we will be very angry and write you a letter, a strong letter. And uh, they uh, told them to shove it. The FBI told Congress to shove it. And then the Congress subpoenaed. They went to the court, and they subpoenaed. Well, they issued a subpoena. Uh, for the document in question, and uh, the FBI is still stonewalling. So that's it. Congressman Comer said uh, they don't respect anyone in Congress. This whole branches of government thing is for other people. That's for Republicans when they're being investigated, but not for Democrats. They've been able to get away with this for a long time, Comer said. The media continues to turn a blind eye. You notice that, did you? You should come out and hold a press conference every day, every day, and get every Republican out there and, you know, sing, uh, 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 you know, America the Beautiful or something. Put on a big uh, photo op. The media would, uh, would ignore it anyway. The Senate Republicans continue to fund the FBI. See, that's, uh, you know, and, that's, and then you threaten to um, uh, take funding away from the FBI, and the Dem- Dem- Democrats come out and hold a press conference and say, you're defunding the police, which is, of course, their lane. And the news media says, yeah, what's that, hypocrites? You could be funding the police. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty amazing stuff, right? Congressman James Comer yesterday was uh, speaking on this uh, this subject. And, um, you know, he's. I, I, I'm hopeful that he's getting stuff done, uh, James Comer. But I'm not entirely optimistic because they don't care if they're held in contempt of Congress. The New York Times will... Again, give him a standing ovation. Congressman James Comer yesterday.
3: I received word that the FBI director is committed to uh, meet with me next week in Washington. So what? Uh, And we can discuss this, but nothing's going to change to with respect it. to holding him in contempt of Congress if he doesn't turn over the document. Not only do I expect the document, Sean, I expect to know exactly what the FBI did to investigate the validity of the claim. Because if I, as I've said on your show before, this claim is consistent with activity that we have seen in other countries around the world. And it all stemmed over the course of 2015 and 2016 during the, the end of the Obama administration when Joe Biden was vice president and he took it upon himself to travel all over the world to, to some of our adversaries around the world and talk all about right, but- foreign policy and foreign aid.
0: Imagine that. And is that one of the trips where he went to China and brought Hunter along and the said that Hunter didn't have any business meetings, and then later we, we learned he did have business meetings in China and then the millions of dollars uh, out of China into the Biden family coffers and the, the big deal, the big uh, big honkin' deal and all that stuff. Now, CBS News, this is kind of an amazing thing. CBS News did a news story last night. I don't know what to make of that. Jim Axelrod and Michael Kaplan, um, and uh, I think Michael Kaplan's the producer, IRS whistleblower speaks, colon, DOJ, quote, slow walked, end quote, tax probe said to involve Hunter Biden. And if it involves Hunter Biden, it involves Joe Biden because we know that everything in the laptop is true and the text messages to Hunter Biden's daughter, which one, Uh, one that he admits to, um, says, you know, hey, I'm not going to make you give me half my income like my dad does with me. So uh, Hunter Biden gets these no-show jobs for, you know, nothing. He has no qualifications at all. And then he brings in millions of dollars, and he told his own daughter that he has to turn over half his income to his father. Where do you think he got these big houses and all this uh, stuff? So CBS News reports, a whistleblower from inside the Internal Revenue Service has spoken publicly for the first time about a highly sensitive political probe. It's It's a political probe? Um, that uh, uh, he has uh, surprised, he said that that, that he, and and uh, wait, it's a sensitive political probe. Why is it political? It's not a political probe, but say, it's, a, it's a, a tax investigation, isn't it? Which CBS News has determined, not learned, but determined, is the ongoing probe into the finances of President Biden's son Hunter Biden, the Russian hooker and stripper, knocker-upper, uh, crack pipe smoking. You know, Hunter Biden kicked out of the Navy, and then his stripper baby mama named their daughter Navy after Hunter was kicked out of the Navy for repeated cocaine abuse violations. He said he became concerned about prosecutors' handling of a high-profile controversial investigation, that he felt a duty, he felt duty-bound, in fact, to sound the alarm. So uh, here's the CBS News piece that aired on the television last night. It uh, doesn't take up too much time because they don't really care about it much
3: turn now to a cbs news exclusive for more than three years the department of justice has been investigating the president's son hunter biden for possible tax crimes last fall fbi sources told us they had sufficient evidence to bring charges CBS's jim axelrod spoke to the irs agent who is blowing the whistle on what he says was preferential treatment in his first public interview
0: it's his first public interview and cbs news got it and uh, Do you know where in the 30 minute broadcast it aired was their lead story? Was it at 26 minutes after? It was 15 minutes in. It was 15 minutes in. Well, it's just the President of the United States and his family and uh, the uh, IRS uh, corruption and the whistleblower. Why why would that, you know, after what, two commercial breaks? Uh, No big deal. So uh, the IRS whistleblower. Says there were multiple steps that were slow walked. Right, we're just completely not done at the direction of the Department of Justice. His name is Gary Shapley. Shapley, like he's uh, Shapley, a 14-year veteran of the IRS. The CBS news story continues.
2: When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it. You know, it was way outside the norm of what what I've uh, experienced in the past.
1: Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS, where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile
2: investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation? I can't com- confirm or deny the, the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News has learned the investigation
1: was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware.
0: Trump-appointed. So you got to get in the Trump-appointed there. If he were an Obama-appointed, then that would not be a party. Because it's only important when it's a Republican appoint. Because that that implies that's a wink and a nod in the edit room to the, oh sure, you can't trust him. He's a Trump appoint. And and it's Delaware, right? The one in Delaware. See, this is a big lie. That's a big lie that Jim Axel, Axelrod. It's it's a deception. It's sleight of hand because President Trump picked this Delaware U.S. attorney because he came recommended to President Trump by the two Democrat senators from Delaware who went to President Trump, and the guy had been appointed previously by Obama. But other than that, and then the two Democrat senators went to, went to Trump. Trump didn't have uh, plane loads of left-wing or you know, right-wing or anything. Uh, uh, people waiting to become U.S. attorneys like the Democrats do. So that is deceptive. That is a that is sleight of hand by Jim Axelrod and CBS News. The uh, Delaware uh, U.S. attorney was first appointed by Obama. He's a lifelong Democrat. Two Democrat senators from Delaware uh, recommended to Trump that he uh, you know put this guy in the job and President Trump uh, took Then they say, oh, he's a Trump-appointed U.S. attorney senior
1: biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course without interference
3: it's not restricted in his investigation in any way
1: but cbs news has obtained this letter shapley's lawyers sent to congress monday alleging irregularities in doj's handling of the investigation shapley is seeking legal protections from congress so he can share specifics of his allegations
2: there was multiple steps that were, were slow walked at the uh, direction of the of Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, that, and, and, and each and every time, it seemed to, to always benefit the subject.
1: Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated
2: meeting last October with federal prosecutors. It was my red line meeting. It just got to that point where that switch was, uh, was turned on, and I just couldn't silence my conscience anymore.
0: Couldn't silence his conscience anymore. So that's, That uh, raises eyebrows, too. That makes him suspicious that he, he might be uh, a Republican voter or something. He's got a conscience. The U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware is David C. Weiss, David C. Weiss. And um, he enjoyed the strong support of the two Democratic senators from Delaware, Tom Carper and Chris Coons. Who pushed him uh, on uh, on President Trump, and President Trump was, you know, trying to be nice and play along and all that good stuff. So, uh, and of course, he had been a sweetheart of the Democrat Party before, before all of that. Pay no attention to that that Trump appointee line that CBS whipped in there. It's uh, it's a trick. It's another sleight-of-hand bit of journalism, for crying out loud. Ah, yes. Uh, CBS News last night, David Axelrod on the uh, whistleblower. Oh, the the Trump-appointed attorney. First, he was the interim U.S. attorney in Delaware, appointed by Barack Obama. Then he came highly recommended by the two Democrat senators from Delaware. But the media just leaves all that out because the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore. And uh, then guess what they looked into because this is an important part of the story hunter biden has denied any wrongdoing civil
1: sure servants the irs agent told us he is a registered republican oh his whistleblowing is being assisted by an advocacy group with past ties to the gop oh but shapley says this is not about politics
2: why do you want to navigate these waters i don't want to do any of this i took an oath of office and when i saw the egregiousness of some of these things it no longer became a choice for me it's not something that I want to do something that I feel like I have to do.
0: It's funny, I don't remember them uh, going after uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman's political uh, affiliations or registrations. Do you you recall that? Uh, And by the way, um, because our uh, great friend Kevin Tober, who does our social media, uh, keeps track of these things. He gave us the rundown from CBS News last night. They started with Tina Turner, then Ron DeSantis, then Uh, the U-Haul truck at the White House, then abortion. They love that in South Carolina. Then the weather, then the debt ceiling, uh, Democrat filed a petition, then the one-year anniversary of Uvalde, and then the Hunter Biden whistleblower. Huh. I guess not a big story. Let's go. uh, Oh, gosh, we don't have a lot of time, do we? Um, Let's go to Brad in Chicago. Brad, I'm running out the clock on you, but I wanted to squeeze you in before we finished up.
2: Thanks, Chris. Uh, Good talking to you. Uh, you were talking about uh, Bud Light and tar uh, Tar-Gay. Uh, I just wanted to point out that Jack Daniels, uh, they came up with some fruity type uh, uh, addition to their uh, lineup, and instead of going with women, they went with uh, a drag show.
0: The
1: Jack so
2: Daniels, you know, well.
0: you're right about that. They did. The Jack Daniels people also went with men. Dressed up as uh, women, Jack Daniels teams up with RuPaul. Now, RuPaul was always pretty funny, kind of one of the OGs, one of the original uh, things on this before it went completely insane. But nevertheless, Jack Daniels and uh, RuPaul, um, that it is, you know, our, our corporate America. They're getting pressured by the left, but uh, does anyone have a backbone anymore? You know, it's Jack Daniels. It's Bud Light. Uh, it, uh, Disney, uh, leave those kids alone. For crying out loud.